Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Tonight, heartache here in the heartland. The new information just coming in as the death toll rises and the number of missing surpasses 100 in what is one of the most devastating tornado outbreaks in U.S. history. An entire town flattened. Rescue workers comb through debris in a desperate search for survivors as entire towns are faced with uncertain futures. Unimaginable loss. The families reeling tonight. At least seven kids among the victims, including a two-month-old strapped into the car seat meant to keep her safe. Breaking news from that candle factory described as the backbone of Mayfield's economy. The last remaining employees who were unaccounted for have all been found. We have all the details deadly warehouse collapse the amazon distribution center in illinois it peeled the the warehouse like a can and the breaking news about an osha investigation and american strong how our country's flag symbolizes strength of a town that lost everything but its faith this is the cbs evening news with nora o'donnell Reporting tonight from Mayfield, Kentucky. Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight from one of the hardest hit parts of the entire state. This tiny, close-knit community where every home, for as far as the eye can see, looks just like this one. The destruction is indescribable and the loss unfathomable. Tens of thousands are without heat, water, or electricity. And it is cold here, and it is only going to get worse with temperatures expected to dip below freezing by the end of the week. But for the many people that we've met here, losing their homes is nothing compared to losing their loved ones. And today, the saddest news of all, the number of children taken in this tornado outbreak. The devastation spans six states. Victims range in age from infants to an 86-year-old. The massive tornado with winds as strong as a Cat 5 hurricane touched down in central Arkansas and remained on the ground for more than 200 miles as it destroyed everything in its path. 
President Biden, who declared an emergency declaration for Kentucky over the weekend, will travel to Mayfield and hard-hit Dawson Springs on Wednesday to survey the damage. He has promised that his administration will do whatever is needed to help those devastated by the storms. And as we heard here on the ground, that help is desperately needed. Tonight, no one here is giving up hope as canine search and rescue teams continue looking for survivors. This once-in-a-century twister tore through the heart of America. More than 1,000 homes across 18 Kentucky counties reduced to rubble. It's just uh, upsetting, you know, to know that that's the town that you grew up in and everything, you know, his memories is all gone. This western town of Mayfield, Kentucky, population 10,000, is the worst of the tornado's war zone. More than 30 twisters ripped through six states on Friday night, from Arkansas all the way up to Illinois. And the death toll is climbing. Today, we learned in Kentucky alone, at least 74 are confirmed dead. Of the ones that we know, the age... The age range is five months to 86 years, and six are younger than 18. With more than 100 still missing, we met paramedic Bob Wagner and his bloodhound named Ken's. The dog can make a lap around the property generally, and, and we know if somebody's in there or not. So the dog makes this work so much quicker and so much more efficient. As we toured this devastated neighborhood, a radio call came. Where? At a home where a cadaver dog hit a scent. They're forcing entry. The dog's hitting. It was a false alert. Heart-stopping moments everywhere. We had to climb through all this to get out. We went in a little small closet right there. Karima and Robert Bright say hiding in the only closet in their home with their seven-year-old grandson saved them. I was laying on top of my grandbaby and then on the floor, and he was on top of me holding the door, and the roof just flew right past. What have you lost? Everything but our lives. But there's no shortage of heartache. As Karima told us, her family is mourning a child lost. I have a niece. She lives on the next block. She lost her son three or four years old. 75 miles northeast of here, parts of Dawson Springs, Kentucky, are decimated. Tonight we are learning about the youngest known victim, two-month-old Oakland Coon, who was hospitalized after the tornado flung her into a neighbor's yard while strapped into the car seat her parents thought would keep her safe. She died of her injuries. She was a beautiful little girl, and she would have grown up to be awesome. But tonight, gifts of kindness from America are pouring in. More than $6 million sent to a Kentucky relief fund. We uh, were also seeing destruction met with a lot of compassion, I'm told. Everywhere they've gone, they had people volunteering, talking, asking for that they not only get help, but how they could give some help. And uh, so we continue to pray for everyone. There's that physical and financial help, but it's also the emotional help that is needed because we learned today that seven children were killed in Warren County. That's not far from here, including two infants and a four-year-old. In the tiny town of Dawson Springs, the youngest known victim is a two-month-old. And CBS News correspondent Lilia Luciano will have more from that baby's grandmother coming up. 
want to turn now to some breaking news about the more than 100 people who were working inside the Mayfield Candle Factory when it took a direct hit from the storm. Remember, dozens were missing. Well, CBS's David Begno has new information about those unaccounted for. Good evening, David. Good evening. I just got off the phone with the CEO of the factory. Here's what he says. Everyone who is known to have been working that night, who survived but was unaccounted for, has been located. They just found some of the last folks, Nora, in the hospital. So that means 102 people have been found alive, eight died, and all of the eight who died were recovered on the night of the tornado. I want to show you this. This is satellite imagery. It shows what that factory looked like before the tornado and then what it looked like right after. Before we got the word that everyone unaccounted for has in fact been found, We went to the site today and found crews using a crane to remove steel beams to look for victims. Cadaver dogs were at the ready. As soon as we got up to the disaster site, from 100 yards away, you could smell the overwhelming odor of scented candles. Thank you, God, for giving me a new life. Felisa Lynn just started working at the factory in September. She says when the tornado hit, she was huddled in the central hallway near the bathrooms with other workers when the roof was torn off and the walls caved in on them. Both legs was twisted, my arm is twisted. To release my feet, I have to let go my two shoes. There was a small light in there, so I climbed up myself. Oh, there's, there's so many people in there. She limped out of the wreckage and recorded this video. You hear her repeatedly saying, thank you, God, for saving me. She calls this man her hero, her supervisor, Nelson Gonzalez. He helped to free her legs so that she could get out. I was make sure that the people who was next to me, I wasn't going to leave them behind. I'm not going to let them down. They're my families as well. Part of that family is Barbara Tate, an employee at the factory for the last two years. She was working along with her brother. Both of them escaped the wreckage. Physically, she says she's fine, but emotionally, she says she's still haunted. I close my eyes and all I see is people hollering and screaming for help. So I'm not doing good at all. It messes with a person when you see that and you can't help anybody. You're trying to help yourself get out. Of the eight people known to have died at the factory, One of them was Robert Daniel. Jenna Daniel is his daughter. I can't believe it. (laughs) He was such a great man. He was such a good dad. Robert Daniel was a sheriff's deputy. He died after helping to get others to safety inside the factory before the tornado hit. This was his first week assigned to the candle factory where he was supervising inmates who were part of a work release program. Robert Daniel was 47 years old, a father of seven and a grandfather to seven. He did what he could, what he could. Even if he couldn't, he still tried. I'm going to miss him. Robert's daughter told me that he was so excited to have that job at the factory because it was overtime. It was the first time, she said, that he was going to be able to afford all the Christmas presents he wanted to buy for all the people he loved. Some of the hardest working people. And you and I have been lucky to meet a lot of them. David, thank you. Well, one of the other hardest hit areas is Warren County. That's about two and a half hours east of here, where at least 15 people were killed there, including 11 people who lived on the same block. And as we mentioned, seven of those victims were children. 
communities in nearby Hopkins County were obliterated, including three-quarters of the buildings in the small town of Dawson Springs. CBS's Lilia Luciano shows us the devastation. Two-month-old Oakland Coon is among the youngest known victims. Her grandmother, Audrey Carmen, remembers little Oakland as precious. She was just the light of their life. I mean, my son was so excited to have his little baby girl. Oakland's mother, Jackie Coon, posted about their ordeal on Facebook, including photos of Oakland and her brothers at the hospital showing their injuries. We'll never know who she'll look like for sure what she would have done in life, but that's okay. Her family sheltered inside a bathroom as the tornado ripped through town. Overnight, Jackie revealed the tragic news as she held her baby's hand, saying, at least I'll know who will be watching over you up there for me, my dad. God, this doesn't seem real. At least 17 people were killed in Hopkins County. Drone footage shows the path of destruction, uprooted trees, cars tossed like toys, and demolished buildings, changing the landscape of this small community of 2,700 people. It just moved everything. There's nothing left at Lacey Duke's home. The house started shaking. We heard stuff hitting. And the next thing we know, it was it was just gone and we were in it. They were hidden in here. The Dukes found cover in a small storm cellar. What were you thinking at that point? That we were going to die. I don't know what else to tell you. I just, I thought we were going to die. To die. As the Dukes surged for their cat through the rubble, Lacey's little sister says she's grateful to be alive. The people that lost their family, it's really sad because they lost people they knew. I asked the Dukes what's next, and they said, well, housing. This shelter is now the home of about 30 people who lost their homes over there in Dawson Springs. Over the weekend, Governor Andy Bashir toured the area. It's a place that's close to his heart. His father, who also served as governor, grew up there, and he still has family there. And Nora, as you mentioned earlier, President Biden is expected to be around there this week. Yeah, many people living in schools and churches. Lilia, thank you. Well, the tornadoes hit as far north as Illinois, and in the town of Edwardsville, at least six people were killed at an Amazon distribution center. And in a sign of just how unusual a December outbreak of tornadoes is, the Illinois governor announced he will look into strengthening building codes. CBS's Mola Lange is in Edwardsville. Good evening, Mola. Well, good evening, Nora. One person, an employee here, remains critically injured. Now, as crews continue clearing debris from this site, the governor of Illinois told me today that state and local officials have started investigating whether this facility was structurally sound before the tornado hit. That is in addition to a federal OSHA investigation that was just launched. As soon as I pulled in, everybody was screaming shelter in place. 26-year-old David Koziak was working his regular night shift at the Amazon distribution center when the tornado hit. We were with him when he came back to the facility Monday to identify his totaled car. I mean, this really illustrates the power of the storm and the destruction it caused. It peeled the, the warehouse like a can. Koziak says he and some other employees took cover in one of the two nearby restrooms. I was actually going to go to the other one that actually got destroyed. If I would have went to that other restroom, I would have been one of those casualties. Satellite images show before and after the destruction of the 1.1 million square foot Amazon facility, which opened in July of 2020, six employees were killed. 
The last time Carla Cope spoke to her son, Clay, who worked at the facility, she did what moms do. She told him to be safe. We talked to him on the phone and said, you know, the storm's heading your way. And I heard him say, I guess we should go tell that guy. And um, Lynn said, yeah, let him know. And then I said, then get yourself to shelter. And then we hung up the phone and that's the last we talked to him. The Copes drove to the Amazon facility and waited outside for more than six hours for word on their son. About 4.30 in the morning, um, I think it was the Wood River Fire Chief and the coroner came to the car and told us that they'd located his body. Clay, a Navy veteran and avid outdoorsman, was set to turn 30 in just two weeks. He was just a really good soul. He just had a really big heart. He would do anything for anybody. In these stories of loss are also stories of survival and hope. One of the many people we met here lived in this duplex behind me. He's a veteran and told us that the community he loves now looks like a battlefield. You're a Marine? Yes, ma'am. David Turner served in Vietnam and says this feels like a war zone. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> I can't let it get to me. It's hard. What are you going to do? I'm trying to get my stuff out there that survived. One of the first things he rescued, his American flag. What does it mean finding your flags inside your home? It means a, means a lot to me, a whole lot. A whole lot to the whole town. Got a lot of nice people. A lot of nice people. A lot of nice people here in your town. Amidst all the despair, you see this, old glory, American flags planted, sign of strength, sign of hope and resilience among the people of Mayfield. Like that famous line from the national anthem, our flag was still there. It survived then and now, and so will David Turner. I'll make it. I'm a survivor. I've survived a lot of things. I'm going to survive this too. David Turner, just one of the many, many reminders here about the heart of America. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, one year after the first COVID vaccines in the U.S. started to roll out, COVID hospitalizations are rising in at least 30 states. Today, California announced it's bringing back its statewide indoor mask mandate. New York State is also requiring masks in all indoor public places where vaccinations aren't required. 
Also, some big news as the U.S. Supreme Court today said it won't block New York State's vaccine requirement for health care workers, which does not offer an exemption for religious reasons. Also, this and historic settlement today in the Larry Nasser case, USA Gymnastics and the U.S. Olympics Committee agreed today to pay $380 million to the sex abuse victims of the former national team doctor. Those hundreds of victims include gold medalist Simone Biles, Ali Raisman, and Michaela Maroney. In addition to the $500 million settlement from Michigan State, the victims will get a total of $880 million in damages. In the wake of disasters, we often find communities that come together. And this is when you find the very best that America has to offer. Mayfield, Kentucky is the quintessential small town. Now Mayfield is a town of devastation. But for every destroyed home here, you'll also find symbols of America. Not just flags that survived a monster tornado, but neighbors helping neighbors, strangers helping strangers. This was supposed to be a joyous season. For many here, Christmas will mean rebuilding. Barbara Patterson's home is uninhabitable. But what's remarkable is what survived the storm. The only thing left untouched, a brand new Christmas tree and all the gifts underneath. And with that, a reminder to be thankful hug your loved ones tight. Such an important thing to think about this holiday season, what we do have and how to give back. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, we'll have continuing coverage of the tornadoes as communities come together for support. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Mayfield, Kentucky. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.